Hop in the mystery machine. We're back here with Scooby Snacks and Chats on the Brazilian Dragon Podcast Network. I am a holly jolly snowman. My name is Felipe. I'm the titular Brazilian Dragon. And today I'm joined by someone who knows how to fix a glockenspiel. It is Jules. Jules, welcome back to the Scooby-Doo Podcast. Hi, Felipe. It's so good to be back on the pod. We miss you so much. The last time you were here was Scooby-Doo in Where's My Mummy, which was, I have to assume, three years ago at least. Uh, but yeah. what's the life update or the update of things you want to talk about? How are you doing these days in uh, February of 2024? Well... I cannot remember where I was the last time I recorded with you, but currently I'm coming, well, I'm coming to you live from my apartment in New York City, where I am moved out from my parents' house, and I'm living the life as a quote-unquote big girl in the city, um, and I have no idea, I have like no business being here, but that's what I'm yes, doing. Yes, you do? Um, How dare you? Don't talk about my I am, I am like a 25-year-old teenage girl. Same. <laughs> simply like that i literally had boy dinner a few days ago what it was i don't remember um it was every night it's literally yes. like carrots or cauliflower with like hummus or guac it switches my boy meal is literally like microwave vegetables and a stovetop mac and cheese and that's delicious. my lunch boy no, lunch delicious. as you yeah. should um but uh we're here to talk about scooby-doo haunted holidays as the title of this podcast uh refers to uh it's been a minute since we've been on the scooby-doo grind but we back uh jules what is your experience with scooby-doo haunted holidays <laughs> did you also just watch it this week for the podcast because that's what i did yeah yeah i just watched it for the pod because like there's so many specials movies and like so many just yeah the franchise is huge i didn't even know that this one existed oops me neither but it was a bite-sized 22 minute episode that we love we love to see it and it was a holiday episode even though the holidays we celebrate right now is valentine's day or singles (laughs) awareness day um Mm, as opposed to christmas but i love a good christmas special they're like christmas in february i'm here for it i mean i don't know if you listen to the sabrina carpenter a christmas ep that came out a few months ago I have not, but I am aware of Sabrina. Carpenter. Well, you should be put on it. Anyways, okay. um, I still listen to it because I think her songs still slap even in the middle of February. Um, I did listen to the Matt Rogers Christmas album, uh, yeah, which was hilarious. I don't know who that is. Enlighten me. He's um he's a podcaster, comedian. He was in Fire Island. He does Las Culturistas with Bo and Yang. Um, and hmm. he did uh, like songs like "Hottest Female Up in Whoville." Um, <laughs> also, it's Christmas. Lube for the sleigh. Rockefeller Santa. I'ma have your back this Christmas. God and his tricks. I'm a real. Uh, like he's he's in uh, he's a comedian and uh, podcaster and actor, and he's hilarious. I, I skinny white twink. We love him. Hottest female up in Whoville. <laughs> We're going to do a listening party when you come out to visit in Los Angeles, whether it's June or December. We're going to we're going to party okay, hard. <laughs> um, also, like before we get started on this Scooby-Doo podcast, uh, if you don't know Jules, she is obsessed with animation just like I am. What are what are the top three animated movies uh, in your roster these days? Like what are things that people need to watch that are like sleeper picks? sleeper picks oh that's the thing i feel like i'm really into like the obviously like mainstream okay, go to the mainstream then but i mean i'm just gonna go off of like my thing like ones that like live in my mind rent free and there's just like ones that i love kiki's delivery service classic it's probably like my favorite um obviously studio ghibli um in i have to say spider-verse as well is up mm, there so just good, like so I, would watch, I watched the t- the first two together back to back last year and i had never seen it and the storytelling the soundtrack just the pacing of both movies like overall like i it, it felt so complete and like to watch them together i i was just blown away and last one i i, I don't really have one off the top of my head but I, I for whatever reason I just always go back to Shrek. 
Classic, classic. Um, the humor, especially in, Sh- in Shrek 2, the humor. You and- think human Shrek is hot? He's not my type. Okay. But I, I guess he's like somewhat handsome. I wouldn't really go for him. I feel like so many people but, say but do, human Shrek I is hot. Vision. I do see the vision. So I can understand the girlies fighting over him. Yeah, no, I totally understand. My dad's trying to call me, so I'm just telling him. I'll call you back in a few minutes. I call you. Have you seen Klaus? Yes, I have. It's so I good. Like- that, speaking of holiday movies, that's oh, a great one. Yes, holiday movies. Oh, and um, Polar Express is my favorite. Oh my god, Christmas movie. so good. Favorite Christmas movie. Yeah, overall is the Polar Express. It's iconic. Um, what are your favorite holiday specials or movies? As we're talking about this right now. Oh, okay. Definitely my top two specials, the Drake and Josh Christmas special. Love it. Christmas, Drake and Josh. Um, ho, 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 Mary Bathtub. Iconic. <laughs> um, and it, this was like on Cartoon Network back in the day. Grandma but, got run over by a reindeer? Yes. yes. <laughs> that little clip of um, Aunt Mel, I think, and the other lady when they're singing with like the... Um, the, the little like animated scene when they're just dancing and they're like singing about like um grandpa's gonna sue the pants off of santa or something like that do you remember that i vaguely i feel like i haven't seen this movie since i was like eight but i remember watching it i remember like sitting down and watching it on a friday night for sure that that one clip when they're and just it, like, like aired after all of the christmas dog right oh yeah all of the other reindeer Is that, that one yeah yes that one was cute too but it just doesn't like it doesn't do it for me way yeah as the others but yeah all all up there but of course most of them are all like animated stuff because yeah life. did you ever watch uh snowed in at the house of mouse no i haven't mickey mouse mickey mouse had a comedy club the house of mouse i, I know yes that and, I and know. The snowed in at the house of mouse was my favorite because it was like four little shorts it was like mickey's um christmas carol it was mickey nutcracker it, there was one about how Donald Duck and his nephews uh, built a snowman. Uh, and then there was, what was the other one? Oh, my God. Like, those are three of them. Let me look. Snowed in at the House of Mouse. <laughs> I love the theme song for that so much. Yeah. No, that was so good. That show was amazing. Pluto's Christmas Tree with Chip and Dale. Oh, my God. That was from 1952? Wow. Okay. I wow, wow, wow. There's so many classics and like Disney stuff and all, all that stuff that goes back years that I've not seen. It's yeah. so good. So good. Um, Scooby-Doo also has had some good Christmas specials. If you want to go back to the archives, my friend Lindsay joined the podcast to talk about uh, Nutcracker Scoob from the 80s, which was a good time. Uh, but we are here to talk about Scooby-Doo Haunted Holidays. And I had never seen this one before. And I got to say, I had a great time. It was a nice little 22 minute romp through an adventure. I had a good time. It was, yeah. it got me in the holiday spirit on, today on this February 18th. <laughs> right? I, it was a little cheesy, I will say, but I liked the pacing of it. But also when it comes to like children's animation, it, it kind of is a bit too on the nose mm-hmm. to make it make sense for the kids so like I, I get why it was like written like that but also i was bamboozled i like i thought it was way too obvious that it would have been fabian so i was like it's not fabian it's gonna be the um actor santa claus i was i was snowed in like i was at the house of mouse mm, i i didn't think it was fabian <laughs> i was i was silly i th- i however i thought it was him the uncle or the uncle's like friend yeah i forget his name like the janitor dude yeah i thought it was the one of the three of them but i didn't think it was fabian but i'm i'm a silly goose and i i I thought it was just so obvious that it was fabian but of course it was him i have to like think about history and usually the person who tells the backstory of the town oftentimes i feel like is the culprit because they like are relying on lore to like be like oh it's the ghost it's been a hot minute since i've watched anything scooby related the last one you watched for where's my mummy for the podcast no i've definitely seen something since then but 
I just I'm not a regular viewer. Oh, however, I do often watch clips of Mystery Incorp, right? Mystery Incorp. Yeah, with hot dog water. Huh? Isn't that Velma's girlfriend, Hot Dog Water? I don't know, but I see clips of that on like TikTok. Yeah. So, um, uh, I need to get in that. I'm a bad student. I, mean, I heard really good things about that one. Yeah, no, I've heard great things. Um, I need to get oh. on that. And then there's um, was it just called Velma, right? The flop. Yeah, <laughs> did you watch it? I never watched it. I didn't really have an interest in it. Did get better. I'll say that. Damning with favorites. Oh, you've seen the whole thing? I've seen the whole thing. It did slowly I mean, get better, but not by much. It was, <laughs> I think, let me let me look at my rankings from last year for um, my television shows. I ranked them all at the end of the year. Uh, this, Velma was my second to last show last year. It was at 26 at 27, uh, only wow. beating that 90s show. Mm, that 90s show. I never even gave that show chance i think if i didn't have a chance who well, was your number one oh uh, never have i ever i think <gasps> okay that i, I watched that last it. season in a sitting one sitting yeah mm, me too and at the end i was like because <laughs> it like came out like last june and i like yeah. binge watched it right before it came out and my take about never have i ever is i think you could do another version of the show because i think it's such a unique uh high school series because it has like the celebrity voice you just break i a love to brand new kid but you can use the sherman oaks high sort of setting and then you can have some of the teachers crossover but davy and her friends can be gone and you don't have to like even bring in her mom or her sis or her cousin like you can like keep it a separate show but just have a couple of the teachers because mr shapiro unhinged that man like wild and i love the guidance counselor i love the principal you could like still have a couple of characters cross over but it could be a completely new kid um and i think i think they should consider it but i also understand like ipification people are like exhausted (laughs) by it fair um we'll talk about like our pop culture takes at the (sighs) end for sure because i definitely want to ask about uh what you've been keeping up with but let's quickly go through this recap and then we'll go on tangents of course as well because we always go on tangents here but uh we are uh start the movie off and uh first off what did you think of the little like intro credits i love them already blanking on me okay (laughs) they like had these little animation of like them all in a sled and it was like very cute it was like directed and produced by victor oh okay victor cook but um uh, we seen that like at the end. Yeah, I that was also at the end, but they did one little small one. At the end. But we also get uh, so we start the movie off, and Scooby and friends are celebrating with the parade. They're all right. in costumes. They're enjoying the fun. But um, Fred is next to Havros Menkel, the owner of Menkel's Toy Store, and he's unhappy because his toy store isn't doing well business wise. The sales are going down, <laughs> and Havros. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, it just always goes back to a toy store. <laughs> yep. Every Sorry, Christmas story, I feel like a third of them are about a toy store. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. This is our podcast, Jules. You cut me off whenever. If you have something to say, say it loud and say it proud. <laughs> um, Havros is stressed and he's like, okay, I get it. But he's getting paranoid. He's suspicious of it. And Fabian uh, apologizes for his uncle's behavior um, before a monstrous looking snowman starts uh, attacking them scooby and shaggy run as the snowman chases them and the snowman causes a blizzard using his breath which ruins the entire parade spectacle and people run around with like chickens with their heads cut off yeah um do you like a good christmas parade or a thanksgiving parade maybe always always um if you were uh if you were in a christmas parade what role would you want to have I mean, there are only so many characters you could choose from. I guess I might just have to go with a classic elf. That's a good take. I would want to be a snowman. Oh, oh, fair. I'm just thinking, like, that's, like, a classic, like, fit that the girlies would go to. True. I wouldn't want to be Mrs. Claus. I feel like that's too much. No, no. I don't want to be Santa Claus, even though they might typecast me as Santa Claus. LOL. <laughs> I just um, I want to be a snowman. Or hmm, what snowman. else is there? Could be no, nah, I don't want to be a reindeer. Yeah, I could I was... be a gingerbread man. Oh <gasps> gingy from um Shrek. Oh, not the gumdrop button. 
Oh my god. That was a good impression. I love Jinji. Jinji is underrated in the DreamWorks cinematic universe. Not the gum drop buttons. <laughs> the muffin man. Do you know the muffin? <laughs> I was watching that scene on TikTok like a day or two ago. Oh my god. Shrek content is unhinged. Are are you aware of the Shrek 5 rumors? Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm so ready. I think Shrek 5 is coming. Um, and I th- Supposedly I think- this year, right? I, I don't think this year, but... Oh, next year, next year, sorry. I hear, I think, I'm pretty sure Toy Story 5 is also coming out. Toy Story 5 is supposedly like coming out? Okay, but this is what I want the plot of Toy Story 5 to be. Uh, Bonnie has... Uh, Andy's kid is about to be born, and Andy goes back to Bonnie and is like, hey, I now that she's older, I want my toys back. And then they have to go looking for Woody, who's off with Bo Peep, and they come back, and then that is the end. No more Toy Story afterwards. Let these characters sleep. Fair, fair um, I, plot idea, because I have no idea what they're cooking up, and I have no idea what they could even come up with, because... I just don't want to be upset again, because I am sad that Woody and Buzz are no longer friends right now. I... Wait, Really? Because I mean, uh, like I, I've seen Toy Story four. Well, they just ended I, separated. I blocked, like, what I, blocked with that, I blocked that out of my memory because I only associate it with uh, Toy Stories one through three, and that's the best that's, one is two. Let's be honest. I used to go back and forth between three and two, but I think overall I might have to go with Toy Story two because of the nostalgic factor. Yes, that's exactly like, I love that the Barbie scene where they're just driving around in Elle's toy. Box. I love Alice Toy Barn. I sometimes randomly, no one's talking to me, and I'm like, I can't believe I have to go all the way to work on a Saturday, Saturday. all the way to work. And then he crosses the street. <laughs> There's like a Twitter page that posts that every Saturday. Have you I seen love that? It. Also, that's like the guy from Jurassic Park, Wayne Knight. He's like, Wait, that's him. That's Al. I'm like, I I and then there's also like, I saw a TikTok the other day that's like me trying to do my company mandated like HR things and it's like ham with the clicker, like clicking through it. <laughs> um, sorry for the podcast listeners. I was tapping my uh, computer to try to recreate it. But um, Rex, I don't want to use my head. I love it. Love it. Um, also, I can't believe Rex is also Blair Waldorf's stepdad in Gossip Girl. Cyrus? Yes, Cyrus is Rex. Wallace Shawn. Oh my god, I didn't know yeah. that. Oh, I probably knew that at one point, but I just did not. Ring He's a bell. also um, the guy in The Incredibles that's Mr. Incredible's boss, and then Mr. Incredible throws him through a window. He's like, wow. "Not happy, Bob. Not, not happy." happy. <laughs> We're just quoting movies to each other. This is not a Scooby Doo podcast right now, but I mean, it's, this it's, is what lives my mind free. Yeah, I mean movies. This is why we need to do more podcasts together. Honestly, kind of disrespectful that we haven't done more podcasting together. Speaking my language. <laughs> yes. I am the box ghost. I don't know why that came out of my body right now, but that. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, what, what was it? Come on, you stupid butterfly. That's one that always is in my mind. When free from the Jimmy Neutron movie. Oh my God. No, I, my favorite is like, this is the worst halftime show ever when Sheen is like watching the movie. <laughs> that literally made me howl a few years ago when I was watching the movie. Um, I, Sheen is so funny, but we also hate that he went to Planet Sheen and became a colonizer. Because uh, he was a comedic relief character yeah. in Neutron. And I I remember, like, someone made a point to me in college how comedic relief characters do not make good main characters themselves. There's, like, a You're whole, like... Wrong. And, I, like, that changed my way of thinking because they make spinoffs starring the comedic relief. And I'm like... You can't centralize their personality based off of, like, their humor and chaoticness. Like, you need more of, like, a normalized yeah, main character exactly. and then have comedic reliefs to the side. It doesn't really work vice versa, in my opinion, at least. A hundred percent. There's a reason why we enjoy Jimmy Neutron more than we enjoy Planet Sheen. Mm-hmm. And this might be a hot take, but I like Jimmy Neutron a lot more than the Fairly Odd Parents. I mean, no lies detected. I love both. But I like both. I did pick Jimmy Neutron, and like you have to pick five on those Instagram stories. Ah, okay. And I did not pick Fairly Odd Parents. I think Fairly Odd Parents was my six that I had to cut out. Like, honestly, my hot take listen, I love SpongeBob and I love Jimmy Neutron, but I think Jimmy Neutron per episode has more LOLs, even though SpongeBob, I feel like, has more memes. Fair. 
I just, every time that I watch Jimmy Neutron, there's like something out of pocket that happens um, that just like cracks me up. Like that show is cracked in the best way. I need to rewatch Jimmy Neutron. I also need to rewatch it. Like, so sometimes I will get super stoned and watch Jimmy Neutron and it's a good time. Do you have Paramount Plus or something? I do, yeah. Okay. Is that the only streaming service I assume you could watch? Um, Jimmy Neutron, I think the movie was on HBO Max. Let's see. Oh. Let's see. Just watch. Oh, also, weren't they saying that they're thinking of um, merging Paramount and Peacock? I believe I did see that. I saw that on Twitter. Oh, if you have Pluto TV, you can watch Jimmy Neutron sometimes. Who has Pluto TV? I don't even know what that is. I've heard it's of it. A, it's a, one of those channels that like you can watch stuff, but there's commercials. Like old school style, like cable, basically. Uh, oh, okay. I have not. It's basically cable. Cable. Um... All right, let's go back to Scooby-Doo because Fabian brings this gang into this toy store and he's like, okay, stay safe from the snowman monster in the cold. And he calls them the snowman, the sinister snowman and explains to the gang about the sinister snowman curse caused by a man named Vladimir Harstikor who used to live in the old mansion and he tells the story of the history of the man and his uncle's conflict and the history of it. Um, So the gang decides to go investigate the abandoned old mansion to find out what's happening. They split up, of course, they always split up, and they pick up clues like the liquid nitrogen, the evidence, um, mm. the, um, all the stuff that they find, the fireworks, and Shaggy and Scooby get chased again by the Sinister Snowman, um, and the whole gang ends up running away from the mansion. Um, I feel like if I was in any of these, you could not, like, I know Scooby and Shaggy like, are always like, no, can we not split up? And I would be the same way. I'm like, no, you are not leaving me wandering around this spooky mansion and all the cobwebs in the attic. Like, I will stay, I will sit my foot, my ass down, crisscross applesauce with some hot cocoa. You tell me when the mystery's over. It's always, you know, Daphne and Fred running off together as well. And it just leaves Uma to herself. (laughs) Um, I, I don't know. Like, you, I will not participate. You go catch the monster. You come tell me what happens at the end and I'll take credit for it. I, I, I'm not a spooky girly. I don't like horror. Um, I would just wander with a group. I wouldn't mm-hmm. go alone. Yeah, I'll go with the group if I have to be forced yeah. into it, but I'm not going by myself. Also, I feel like Fred, Daphne, or Velma should like take one for the team and let w- one of them go with Scooby and Shaggy instead of like letting the scaredy cats by themselves and yeah. then the brave ones together. Yeah, such a common group. But for comedic purposes, you always have to have the two clowns together. Yeah. Oh my god, I love those two. They are so funny. They are so stupid. A great duo. Um, now they all end up gathering back at Menkel's toy store, and they plot out their next move with Fabian. Scooby and Shaggy get into disguises. The rest get frozen, though. So uh, they're yeah. investigating the boiler room. Go ahead. That just bothered me that like the three of them got frozen like so easily. Yeah. So quickly. like, how do you like, are they like lazy and not-, not like dead? <laughs> I mean, maybe that's just, like, me being, like, too much of, like, a party pooper and just, like, not, like, believing in, like, the Christmas spirit. Like, oh, my gosh, like, they're going to come back. Like, it's okay. But, like, come on. If someone gets frozen, they're not coming back. Yeah. And, like, I mean, I did laugh earlier in the movie when Shaggy picks up Scooby, who's frozen, um, and he just, like, uses him as a, like, sled. But... (laughs) Also, like, later in the movie when, like, Fred is, like, how does he unfreeze just by himself and then, like, presses the yes, elevator door I wrote that down in my notes. Like, how did he, like, somehow break his arm out or whatever and then just, like, get himself out and then he, like, presses, like, the button for, like, the elevator. I don't know, but it's going to be sexism. Sudden, yeah, he just does whatever and the other two girlies are, like, unfrozen. They, just, they stay frozen, but Fred somehow is able to get out and then he, like, rescues them. I don't know. Yeah, giving stands on distress. He rescued them with like pressing some button, like a door or something, and just I don't know, like open yeah. and close, whatever. And when it opens again, they're just like unfrozen. And I wrote that down, thinking like, no, I wanted to see something happen. This is. I'm with you. I'm with the, you. I was like the, the magic of animation. It doesn't give you answers. It just does it for you. <laughs> exactly. Um, but uh, they get frozen while they're investigating the boiler room. Meanwhile, the Sinister Snowman later makes its way to Shaggy and Scooby, and they run away uh, into Santa's village, where they meet the actual Santa and not the Santa actor that we met earlier. And, like, the first time I watched it, I did not even realize it was a different Santa. 
I was like, oh, Ooh. Santa actor is nice now. Okay. <laughs> and not even realizing that it was actually Santa because I was not paying enough attention. Um, <laughs> Fair. It was pretty obvious that it was Santa when they were like, oh, Santa helped us. I was like, oh, it was the real Santa. Because then we see at the end that it was not actor Santa. But I was like, I was sus on actor Santa for the whole time. Yeah, he, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think he was the villain, but I also was thinking like, what is the point of like a cranky Santa? But now that I've seen the whole thing, I see because then I was like, oh, it's after Santa. He's trying to trap Scooby and Shaggy because, I don't know, I was just like in my delusion. Um, so uh, we get the Sinister Snowman catching up to the three of um, the Santa and Scooby and Shaggy. Uh, chaos unfolds. The three, the trio of Scooby, Shaggy, and uh, Santa decide that they can get help if they can get the frozen glockenspiel working again. Like, oh, isn't a glockenspiel like a little, like, xylophone what this is a bell I don't tower. know <laughs> let me look up glockenspiel it, yeah it's like a xylophone i don't know what they were Ferrari. <laughs> yeah um but uh it's located at the top of the toy store they rush towards it and they're chased by the snowman meanwhile like you said fred daphne and velma somehow break free and yep. they go to find shaggy and scoopy while santa fixes the glockenspiel and gets it running again and then yeah. he disappears Real Santa. The real Santa. So, like, I was like, if it's really Santa, though, he doesn't, he could just like tap the thing and probably fix it. He doesn't need to like actually do work. I yeah. feel like he could just like poke it. Wait, so the Glockenspiel is like those um, moving um, like characters that were like frozen or something, right? I and guess the, it's like the, the carousel bell, bell thing, but I thought in music class in elementary school, the Glockenspiel was like a little xylophone. Yeah. Would, Whatever that like um, animatronic thing that was like moving around that yeah. was. Like, frozen right wasn't weren't they like it was just a bell tower and then they called it a glockenspiel yeah right yeah that's the glockenspiel it's like the little carousel thing with the bell yeah yeah like i've never heard it called as a glockenspiel before my question is why was that like if if the main issue was that those things were like frozen why were they frozen for 20 years and why didn't anyone try to do anything about that in 20 years (laughs) i don't know capitalism laziness i don't know yeah (laughs) Uh, you make good points, I, but again, the magic of animation. I think I'm taking this too literally. Maybe Same. that's yeah. just. But that's why we're here. If we're not gonna dissect this movie, then what's the point? Fair. I mean, I'm just being a bit too critical, but we love being critical <laughs> in these movies. Um, yeah. So they uh, end up uh, breaking free, and the sinister snowman comes into the Glockenspiel room and chases Scooby and Shaggy around the room. As soon as the clock hits 12 a.m., though. The mechanical elf that is part of the glockenspiel hits the tries to hit the bell, but the sinister snowman gets caught up in the way, causing the elf to hit the sinister snowman instead and making the monster collapse. Also, what did you think of the monster being able to like shape it? That bothered me because that is not possible, right? Because <laughs> I was like, at this point, it might as well be like a paranormal, like out of this world type thing. There was like no. it looked like the worm from Dune that they made the popcorn buckets about. There was not one thing. Seen Dune. No, it's okay. But have you seen the SNL sketch about the Dune popcorn no. bucket? I have not seen the SNL sketch. It, it looks like the worm from SpongeBob. Uh, the the Alaskan bullworm. Yes. <laughs> See, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> she knows. She knows her pop culture references that matter. Yeah. Exactly. The uh, who's your favorite SpongeBob little... character? I'm sorry. Who's your favorite SpongeBob character? I think I'm just gonna do um I oh I think I it's funny because like someone asked me this recently. I think after some sorry, I'm like it, it it's it's a tough decision because I've like watched the show obviously for like 25 years. Growing up it was like Sandy because she was a girl, but I think overall, even though he does annoy me often, I think I have to go with SpongeBob. I love SpongeBob. I am SpongeBob though, so because i mean also i'm a bit biased because like i've met tom kenny before i have his autograph how did you oh at like some convention comic con nice (laughs) i met him and i think his name's roger bump bumpus the guy who plays patrick yes or squid maybe it was squidward uh, voiced by bill foggerbaka no not him he was in one of the Disney Channel Christmas movies, um, The Ultimate Christmas Present, the guy who voices Patrick. Squidward. Squidward I think, Tentacles. 
Squidward. Roger Bumpass? Yes, yes. So okay. I met Squidward and yeah, um Tom Kenny. Oh, but also to be to continue on my this little spiel. Um what was it? When my brother turned to 25 several years back, I made him a birthday cake that said, you know, it's funnier than 24. 25. 25 and i had a photo of that saved on my phone obviously and when i met tom kenny at comic-con i showed him a photo of that he loved it he had me dm him that image on insta and he posted it to his story <laughs> what you didn't text me oops <laughs> i think i have a screenshot of it somewhere okay you gotta send me the screenshot after this but, podcast and ever since then i've been following him on insta i love <laughs> him i love that man he was also raimundo in jowlin showdown that man has a stacked imdb oh and um, doesn't he do is it the ice king i think so yeah or um, one of the characters from adventure time he also i think he's married to the uh woman who plays karen Oh, yes. Oh, my God. I love this man. Tom Kenny. What an icon. Uh, he was dog and cat dog. He was the mayor and Powerpuff Girls. Like, what? What an iconic career. Filmography. Like, Homeboy has credits. And this is Tom Kenny, right? Yeah. He was Mumbo Jumbo in Teen Titans. He was Raimundo. Okay, he's white, but he was playing a Brazilian character. I like that pass. Um, he was the penguin in the Batman animated series. He was Cupid in Fairly Odd Parents. Cupid. Wow. He was okay, Eduardo that's... in Foster's Home for Imaginary oh, Friends. Eduardo? Oh my god. He plays a lot of Latinos. Okay. Just as just to go off on Foster's, the main cast of the Imaginary Friends. Well, not really blue, but like Eduardo, Coco, and Wilt. I love them. There's like no bad main character besides blue, but I love the three of them. And my Max favorite is cheese. Oh, cheese. I like chocolate milk. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, it's so smart because blue and cheese, blue cheese, but also mac and cheese. Yeah, yep. Genius. Um, yeah. I look, yeah, I think Coco was like my favorite growing up, but now I think Wilt might be. I love Eduardo. Eduardo's so fun. Also, he is older than my parents, Tom Kenny. Iconic. How old is he? 61. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. He has two kids. I wonder if his kids are our age. Yeah, one is born in 1997 and one was born in 2003, literally the same year as me and my brother. Imagine being the son or daughter of SpongeBob. They probably hate it, I would assume. If listen, if Mac, Kenny, or Nora Kenny are listening to this, please <laughs> let us know. I would love to interview you. You should try to reach out to one of them if you're able to find any contact info. I will try, but I also don't want to cease and desist. I'd be like, can I interview you about your dad? Fair. Um, you know, E.G. Daily. She voices. Yeah, she was on The yeah. Voice. Oh, really? She was on season five of The Voice, and she sang that Faith Hill song. Yes, oh, I, I, I find it for you, Tommy Pickles. Um, yes, because I follow her and her daughter on TikTok because they have a very close relationship, and the daughter like eats it up that she's like the daughter of E.G. Daily. Oh my God, I'm sending you this. Um. Also, E.G. Daily, kind of a MILF. Sorry, that was inappropriate. I am so sorry. Girl, you're fine. Well, I mean, I don't know how, like, the the listeners feel, but, like, <laughs> saying that to me, you're fine. Quay, if you're listening to this, I apologize. So I was at this comedy show. Uh, I was doing an open mic, and it's the QT open mic. Everyone, go support Wednesday nights in Los Angeles at Third Wheel Comedy uh 7 45 to 10 p.m if i quay, was there i would I support and quay literally i like i'm making a joke about my scooby-doo podcast and quay goes up and she's the mc and she's like oh my god y'all i've been a fan of this podcast for so long this is like 
me meeting my celebrity crush. I was like, oh my God, dying of embarrassment, but also so cool that someone found me from the wild and like knew who I was. And now Clay and I are working on a Scooby-Doo podcast where we're going to go do the Scooby-Doo escape room in Northridge. And we're going to podcast about it after. I'm so excited. Clay's going to come on the podcast multiple times. uh, And I'm so excited for our friendship to develop. But what an iconic moment because I was just like... They just like started listening to you randomly and they like found you. Oh my I God. do want to know how Clay found this podcast because wow. I want to know how she stumbled upon little old me. But listen, I am excited to work with Clay. She is so funny. I highly recommend if you can find clips of her on stand up. Uh, she let me let me uh, go follow at Quay Tan Q U E I T A N N on Instagram. Um, and she's amazing. She's been in stuff like how to get away with murder an American horror story. She's hilarious. Highly recommend you check her out. Go support my queen. Just like she supported me that night. She's an icon. That was so wholesome. It was. And I'm such a, I'm such a fan. Like we ride for her all day, all night. I ride for you too. Yes. But yes. Well, she knows who you are and you will know who she is. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're making friendship happen. Um, and uh, I'm just going to clip this and also send it to her. <laughs> Be like, Cross country fans and friends. We're such a fan. She's iconic. Like, go support the QT Open Mic on Wednesday nights here at Los Angeles in, at the Third Wheel. Um, let's finish up the Scooby-Doo recap, though. Uh, we get the remaining gang members. They arrive in the Glockenspiel room. They awesome. unmask the snowman. And it's Fabian under the snowman suit. And Havros and Cleet, who is like, <laughs> his cousin i don't know who he is but they're like arriving with the police and they're like oh his previous paranoid behavior was caused by the suspicion that he uh had stolen most of the money and fabian wanted to like push his uncle out of the business so he can sell it for profit meaning that Havros's suspicion turned out to be true the police arrest fabian and the gang talk about how they manage themselves through the chaos and at the same time they realize <laughs> real santa left with the sleigh because the other Santa is in a dumpster and he's like, get this germ off me or whatever he says. The Santa actor. <laughs> I mean, Santa actors probably get a bad rap because you have to like have all these snotty children sit on your lap uh, at the mall. You probably get underpaid and like get abused by all these parents and Karens. Like I, I, I do empathize with the Santa actor, although he didn't have to like uh, take shots at the Scooby Doo gang. They did nothing to him. People say like, "I do this every year." Like, so don't do it. Like, get a job. You can go work. There's like Not probably stuff that's hiring. Like, you don't need to. I get background acting work is fun, but like, we and you gotta pay the bills. I get it, but like, you don't have to be miserable and make everyone else around you miserable. Exactly, especially when you're off the clock. Scooby Doo <laughs> didn't deserve this beef. But of course, of course, they wrap it up by having Scooby fill in as Santa. Yeah. Have you ever played Santa in any production of anything? Girly, I have never been in a production for anything. <laughs> I'm not an actor. You do give theater girly, though. <laughs> Maybe it's the pop showdown of it all. I feel like pop showdown was where all the theater, the cracked theater kids went and hung out. That's so funny. I was never a theater kid. Never. That's so wild. I, however, if I were to do high school again, <laughs> I would like to have done theater, not be like in the production, but like production stage, like management. Ooh, and, you like, do, do the techie. Crew. I would do like crew stuff because that could have been like a good segue into like stage work and stuff mm-hmm. being on set for, you know, what I do now, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So regrets, but high school. Was- I um wish. I had been more involved in theater. I think just because in my high school, you were supposed to be involved in a lot of things that like, I kind of like dabbled too much in a little bit of everything. I didn't really like have one main focus and I wish I pushed myself more in like theater as opposed to like, I don't know what else I was doing in high school, but yeah. High school? High school was not like how I am now. Like now I don't shut up. I talk so much to anyone. And and we love it. That's why we're on a podcast. Thank you. I I feel like I'm so social now going. Like I am a little like awkward at times, but in high school, I no no no. I was so awkward, so quiet. I was I wish I I had the confidence that I I have now back in high school. Yeah, me too. I just had such bad social anxiety that like I remember doing I like I had to like recite a poem in front of like my English class freshman year and I like forgot 
it because he had to memorize it but i started crying in front of my class and i was just humiliated in front of them for like the rest of the year and i was just not talk in that class like ever again it was just my daily life in high school but anyways now i don't shut up we love it that's why we do podcasting yes um but to be fair i also didn't shut up in class usually like i was that <laughs> kid who always had something to say um because i i wanted to be like that i just couldn't. but then i like also was so out of pocket and probably way too annoying but like listen annoying <laughs> kids grew up to have podcasts so we love it not me um, talking anyways we finish up the gang is a new day they're solved another mystery they can go back to normal for the toy store mm-hmm. and the following day the Havros's toy store is filled with customers and the gang can be seen in costumes helping around the store having fun like mm-hmm. i'm sorry i hope they're getting paid for their labor because not only do they solve the mystery but now you expect them to work for free i hope this was not a volunteer position in a paid position especially with holiday pay because i don't know i don't work for free no more mm. except for this podcast because it is i'm trying to build it up but this is a passion project this is different this is a side hustle we don't do unpaid labor for others yeah i'm never doing that again um but yeah that's scooby-doo haunted holidays uh do you have any things that you want to add about this no over i mean i feel like i've like kind of said it already but i thought the pacing was pretty good because like nothing felt too slow or boring at any point it was kind of just kept on going like where just where the um plot was taking you um i thought the dialogue was a little cheesy and like too on the nose but of course when it's like a children's thing like you have to make it a bit too obvious for like the kids to understand um i overall like i thought i like i thought it was like pretty fair and decent for like a scooby movie pretty pretty mm, like a generic one i guess you could say but i still enjoyed it like i'm not gonna say no to like any scooby thing so all right, you want to hear you want to hear some voice cast fun facts? Sure. So Carlos Alas um was the voice of uh, Havros. He was okay. also Spiral, as was um, Tom Kenny in different Spiral Dragon stuff. But you want to know who this man played in the Fairly Odd Parents? Juan Dissimo. Yes, oh, no Juan Dissimo Magnifico, Denzel Crocker, and Sheldon Dinkelberg. <gasps> No way. He was also the Taco Bell Chihuahua in the Taco Bell commercials. Um, <laughs> oh, now we're talking. This guy's stacked. <laughs> yo, we also have Crispin Freeman, who was, um, I don't recognize. He's in a lot of anime, like English dub for animes. Um, he's also in The Bad Batch. Uh, oh, he the was Batch. Iron Man in Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2. Huh. Uh, so lots of cool stuff. Uh, I'm trying to see anything else that he's in. These are so cool. They just they blow my mind with the work that they do and the the multiple characters they're able to do. It's so fun to see like what they do. Animation. He was also uh, Maverick in Wolverine and the X Men, which is super cool. Uh, Yeah, he was he was Mankle Fabian. Uh, He was in Spider Man, uh, the animated series as Mysterio and Spot. Uh, we also have Fred Tadasiori, who is in uh, Beast in Marvel Media, which is super cool. And Volstagg and Hulk also. Okay. Animated uh, animation is so cool. Oh, my God. He was in Mucha Lucha. Ooh. Oh, my Ooh. God. He was Pacha in the Emperor's New School. <gasps> Pacha. Pacha. Emperor's New Groove underrated. Yeah. Such a, it's a feel-good movie. It's. Silly. And I liked the show as well. I did too. Oh, he was also Deathstroke in Young Justice, which is uh, Slade in Teen Titans, basically the same name. (laughs) Oh, Slade? Oh, his other name is Deathstroke in a different version. Oh, my God. He was in a ton of Ben 10 stuff. That's so cool. My God. Anyways, uh, do you have anything else to add about this film? Not really. Hmm. No worries. Let's get into our segments then. Um, so we have our segments that we do on the Scooby-Doo podcast. I will open up the spreadsheet. Um, so first off, we do the culprit game. Jules, who did you think was the culprit of this project? And spoiler alert, I got it wrong. So it's okay I, if you got it wrong. No, I, I thought you got it right. No, I thought it was actor Santa. That's uh, what I thought I, it was. I, I thought it was... 
I knew it was like the I knew it was Fabian, his uncle, or like the associate or whatever. But as time went on, I thought it was like the uncle or his like associate. So I clearly got that wrong. <laughs> so you said Havros. Is that the uncle? I think yeah. that's his name. I'm being honest, I don't remember, and I just closed the Wikipedia page. But... Yeah, I have the Wikipedia. Like, that's what I keep glancing at on my phone to, like, reread the synopsis. And I'm like, I think that's ha- Havros. Yeah, Havros Menkel, and then there's also Fabian I Menkel. Should've, so... I should have known. I'm, I feel so silly. It's okay. like, You're right. good. I knew uh, it was three. Um, But yeah, so no points adjustment. That means oh, that wow. I have the same score of 29, and the guests have 27.5. Let's go to the MVPs and LVPs. Now, we talked in the pre-show who you were giving your LVP to. Do you want to go off on your rant about who in the core five is getting your LVP? LVP, and that's like the loser? Least valuable. <laughs> yeah, Velma. And why? <laughs> Pop off. I mean, this isn't a good reason, but like, but when I saw it happen, I'm like, girl, this happens to you every damn time. You drop your glasses every freaking time. She's like, Jinkies, I can't see with my, my, my glasses. Wait, wait, wait. Like, girl. She needs to, like, have one of those, like, goggle was, ties was, around her head. It pissed me off because, like, she lost her glasses. And when she puts it on, something was coming straight for her. forgot what it was, but, like, something was coming right at her. And she's like, okay. oh, my God, I wish I couldn't see now. Um, I, I was just you like make fed good up with points. Her. You make good I was, points. I was fed up with her at this point. I also think that's probably the reason why you gave her your LVP last time, if I had to guess. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, well, wait. But then again, we I mean, in Where's My Mummy, it bothered me how she wasn't like she she like she wasn't entirely on the same team as like the gang. Yeah, she, she kind of disappeared for half that movie, right? Or like and yeah, and she just she like, I get it. She was kind of, like, protecting, like, the mummy and just um, the sphinx and whatnot, everything that was going on there. Like, she was kind of more, like, involved with that. But she, I don't know, she wasn't totally honest with the gang. And she kind of, like, hid from them. Mm-hmm. From what no, I remember. I, I feel you. Um, just to keep it diverse, I'm going to give it to Daphne because I feel like Daphne was kind of unmemorable in this movie. Like, I could tell sure. you things Fred did. I could tell you things Shaggy did. Sure. I could tell you things Scooby did. And then I was just between, like, Velma and Daphne. And sure. Velma also, like, I kind of was annoyed that we saw that Velma found this, like, Christmas card of, like, the guy who is supposedly the haunter. Oh, yeah. And then we never, then- like, see, like, hit until the end. And I'm like, Velma, you could have done something with this information. Oh, yeah. Right. Right. He, um, he, yeah, it turns out he's in Miami the whole time. Yeah. Which, like, catch your son, King. Um, anyways, in terms of the MVPs, do you want me to go first or do you want to go first for this? You one? can go first because, like, I'm between two. All right. I'm giving mine to Scoobert. I was just so happy to see my favorite dog get back in the game. So I was just, I don't know, he just had me cheesing. I was between Scooby and Shaggy for me. Yeah, because like, because it, it was the two of them who essentially did it together. Yeah, Fred kind of got trapped in the icicle. And like, Fred, yeah. like, I don't know, you sometimes Fred can come up with interesting contraptions. Um, but we didn't even talk about like Fred's, like, their code names that Fred was like, oh, this is Ascot to glasses. And, I was like, <laughs> and then like, chin hair or something was Shaggy, like, wild, wild names. But uh, were you going to give it to Shaggy or Scooby as well? Yeah, it was between Shaggy and Scooby because in, in the show at one point, they had said how, yeah, it, it was the two of them who essentially uncovered and yeah. solved the mystery. So just for well, the official guess- record to state, who are you giving it to? I'm going to have to go in agreement with you and do my boy Scoobert. Scoobert do. Yeah. Love it. Also, can we talk about the fact that someone called Shaggy Norville? I'm like, how do you know his real name? He didn't inter- inter- like he didn't talk to you at all yeah um, now just to reset since it has been a minute we have i have given scooby 10 mvp points um and his total is now 24 uh which has him far and away in the lead velma has 21 uh and then we have scrappy with three scrappy with five <laughs> on the Daphne. board hey there were some movies that it was just scrappy Sh- scooby and shaggy so we had to like make it a little bit more interesting okay do you want to hear a hot take you like scrappy I don't mind him. I also didn't mind him in the stuff we watched, but also I can understand that maybe he's more annoying in the show. Yeah, we were just, like, I haven't seen like everything with Scrappy Doo, but from I recall, like seeing stuff with him in it when I was younger, I didn't. It, it like went over my head. I didn't think too much of it. I didn't think he was like a bad character or anything. 
do you know the story about Tim Curry and the live action um, Scooby-Doo? I mean, I'm sorry? Uh, Tim Curry, like, okay, apparently, I thought this was a true story, but I thought Tim Curry refused to be in the movie because he didn't like Scrappy. Um, Didn't he voice Scrappy? No, he was supposed to be Rowan Atkinson's character in the live action one. Who's Rowan Atkinson? I'm so sorry. I'm like, who's who? Uh, The live action Scooby-Doo. Mr. Bean, the guy who plays Mr. Bean. Right. Oh my God. Yes, I know. (laughs) I know who that is. Yes. All right. I'm going to have to read this article later because I cannot read and podcast at the same time. Too difficult. Um, Anyway, so yeah, Daphne has 12 and Shaggy has 15. And then in terms of LVPs, Fred is by far and away the leader with 29. Shaggy (laughs) has 19. (laughs) Good. Velma with 12. Daphne with nine, Scooby with six, only because Scrappy's in less stuff, so he has yeah. five. But um, so yeah, that's our <laughs> Good for Fred. Finally, Fred. He's, uh, he's so Fred's such a himbo. What do we want? He is a himbo. But Daphne uh, is just like the classic damsel in distress. I love Daphne. Daphne, I love when Daphne gets stuff to do because sometimes Daphne is kind of just in the background. And I don't like my girl being disrespected like that because she's way too talented to be in the background. Jules, I don't know how we've gone 50 minutes and a half doing this movie. I felt like this was going to be in and out, but we're just like so chaotic and unhinged together. No, I'm tangents about other things. But I love it. Even though you mentioned a lot of like voice actors who do credits and like other things like I haven't seen. So like I feel bad like I cannot add to that. You're good. But okay. no, when you just talk about like animation, just anything related to that, like girl, you would get me like interested. Yeah. Also, this came out like a week after Big Top Scooby-Doo, which is the last thing we talked about with Lisa. It came out in October of 2012. Like what? This is a holiday movie. Why is it not coming out? Or maybe just over 13, but like, oh my God. So Love it. Um, yeah. Oh, dang, we're old. <laughs> yeah, that's my point. All I'm right. just a 25 year old teenage girl. Exactly. Um, I gave this a 3.5 on my letterbox. If you want to follow me at Brazilian Dragon, I give it a 3.5. It was just a nice, easy watch. I think yeah. I was going to give it a three, but they used the Nutcracker soundtrack, which I go mm. ham for. So I think I, I bumped it up. Oh, wait, so have good. you seen, um, I think it was the, the Tom and Jerry Nutcracker special. I have not. I need to add it to my list. Okay. Cause I would, I would watch that like year after year. I throw my ass to Tchaikovsky and the, like what? Mm. No, no skips in that soundtrack. <laughs> Um, what are you giving this, Jules? I would out give of five. three out of five. A three out of five? Yeah. All right. With your score and my score average together, this is a 3.25. And it's solidly like in the middle. Uh, it's uh, a solid 3.25. Uh, one of our highest rated stuff in a moment. But also, who knows anymore? Because we've been doing this podcast for three years now, at least. Um, anyways, uh, Jules, uh, with all that said, any final thoughts about this production of Scooby, Doo, and the Haunted Holidays? I need to do a solid Scooby-Doo rewatch. I do as... No, I do not need to say that. I watched all of these, but it's just been so long overall. I think I'm over halfway done, at least. Because, like... I, of course, like, I know, I've seen Scooby-Doo. I've seen, like, a variety of the movies, episodes from, like, the various... Um, reboots of the show but i want to like rewatch at least a few decent ones that i watched when i was younger because it was, it's a good franchise it is a good franchise well you oh. also always have an open invite i know we're past the time when you were younger but feel free to come back oh, and you will be coming back on oh, the podcast. I i'm coming back this Jules I is an that. unofficial regular host of this podcast i'd like to come back yes. I, have, I have free time on sundays the only issue is that we're on different time zones. Yeah. That's the hardest well, I, thing. I will stay up late for you, King. Yes, and I will wake up early for you sometimes. And it's also on... great because um, I don't have work tomorrow, so that's perfect. We love that. But Jules, where can the good people of the social media keep up with you? And what is a pop culture plug that you think people should be checking out that isn't related to you? But yeah. also, if you have stuff related to you and you want to plug that, that feel free. Oh, so like anything pop culture related that I think people should know about? Yeah, know? what are you watching these days that like everyone should check out? Mm. Oh, I'm like trying to think. Oh, no. I definitely like have answers for this. Well, first been... off, plug your social media if you want okay. people to follow you there. 
I mean, if anyone's interested, J-U-L.B-A-R-R-Y is my Instagram. Go follow me there. Yes, go that's give really me a it. Like that's really it. Like everything else is just like us like a finsta for like Twitter or TikTok. It's just like joke it. accounts. That's all I ever do. We love the joke accounts. Yeah, that's me <laughs> on social media. Um I definitely have like things in mind for like TikToks y'all should follow. Plug it. The one that's coming to mind at the moment, Jasper the doll. <laughs> Gotta look this up. I'm not aware. So oh my god, this is terrifying, Jules. What the hell? <laughs> I am removing that from my search history. That was terrifying. No, it's so funny. That's like scarier Cynthia from Rugrats. That is such a good analysis. Cynthia Cynthia had a rough day and that's her twin brother. I would love to dress up as Cynthia for Halloween. Oh my god, iconic. I want to be something slutty this year. A male, like, like, I'll be slutty Mario and like... Okay, when I think slutty, I think... Come um, come to LA for Halloween. That's what you have to come out. Because that's um, your birthday era. That's a birthday trip for you. Yeah. (laughs) You're gonna be 26. I'm gonna lose health or get kicked off of my parents' health insurance. Join the club! (laughs) Zoinks. <laughs> zoinks scoop. Big, big zoinks. <laughs> what did you do for your champagne birthday? Which I think that's the birthday where you turn the age of your birth date. Oh, isn't that or like your golden birthday? Whatever. What's it called? I call it golden birthday. Like my okay. birthday's on the 22nd of October. So like when I turn 22, is that what you mean? It's the same thing. Yeah. According okay. to Okay. I call it golden, but that's what I know it as. Um, Mine is this year. I, ooh. Ooh. The 27th on the 27th. Of which one? July. July. Oh, July 27th. Okay. Well, you're going to have to go all out. Um, I turned 22 in 2020. Oh, that, that was fun. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, Remote university. Remote Zoom study university. abroad. The way I'm going to like never shut up about this, how I applied to study abroad four times four times in college canceled every time because of covid disrespect and i i tried studying like la sydney london it was like a like a running joke i got interviewed about it for like bu today <laughs> it's just just my luck i thought you meant like for bu like literally today on sunday february 18th and i was like oh no BU <laughs> oh i'm today. sorry sorry like <laughs> Because their online magazine or whatever is called like View Today. Listen, but they couldn't, like, they, they were like, you may not study abroad, but you can pop showdown. Mm, you know what? I, yeah. Oh, let me plug in pop showdown. Boston University's student-run television uh, game show. Um, I used to be a writer and casting person on it. So It was so fun. I used to be a co-producer and an editor. It Great experience. I love game shows. I love pop culture. It really bonded me, Felipe. Um, I made great friends there, and yeah, that was the, the best part. The friendship, the game, the game show, is still going on at Boston University. They have socials. Oh, I who think cares about it now? It's us that we cared about. There, <laughs> but just a plug in Pop Showdown. Go, I Love think it. their Insta is just maybe Pop Showdown. I don't really remember what the Insta is, but just if you type in Pop Showdown Boston University, it's gonna pop up somewhere. We love to fully recommend. And if you're a Boston University student, go work on that show. Get involved. Love it. Love it. Uh, in terms of me, you can follow at the Brazilian Dragon on Instagram and TikTok to keep up with specifically Instagram when I'm doing comedy and podcast wise. Um, you can follow my main at with the fleep on all social media. Shout out if you have any ideas or you're listening to the podcast, let us know. Go leave us five star reviews on iTunes, help more people discover the podcast, both the Brazilian Dragon main feed and the Scooby Snacks and Chats feed. We got a lot of things cooking here on the Brazilian Dragon Productions. We got some pre-production of a lot of cool stuff. The Scooby Doo podcasting is back. We'll get to this as often as possible. Media Made Me with great guests like Matt Scott in your feed. Jules, we got to get you on Media Made Me also. I want to talk about the media that shaped your personality. Um, interview you for that. But we got a lot of things cooking. Pre-production on a series that has done a first season already here on the Brazilian Dragon Podcast. You little super sleuths can try to figure out what I'm talking about. We in pre-production for that and just like a whole lot of shenanigans. We're having fun. We're doing cool things. We're about to do some expansion on the Brazilian Dragon. I'm excited for what 2024 has in store for us. Plus, um, in terms of pop culture, I've been reading 
uh, Jeanette McCurdy's memoir, I'm Glad My Mom Died. I love that when it first came out. It's really good. It's really, really freaking good. And also Beyonce's song, 16 Carriages and Texas Hold'em. Like, we're going to have a Beyonce party on uh, March 29th. Uh, I'm going to get dressed up in cowboy swag. We're going to have a grand old time. And stay tuned to the Scooby-Doo Escape Room podcast, which is something ambitious we're going to try. I've never podcasted about an escape room. But I'm excited. Um, Scooby-Doo, I cannot speak. Scooby-Doo Escape Room. It's, that words is, are hard. It's okay. That is but such a good, like... I was like, I want to do this. I keep hearing people talk about it. And I was like, why don't we just podcast about it? Make a podcast out of it. But uh, lots of cool stuff is going to happen here on the Brazilian Dragon. Keep your attention to the feed. Please go rate, follow, subscribe. Uh, again, five-star reviews to be part of the squad. Um, and let me know if you're listening to this podcast. If you have any suggestions for the Brazilian Dragon podcast, either uh, reach out to me on social media or uh, Felipe at BrazilianDragonPodcast.com is my email for this uh, network. Uh, lots of cool stuff cooking. Also, go watch Australian Survivor if you're an Australian Survivor mm-hmm. girly. Um, we're going to convert Jules into a Survivor fan. That's what's on the agenda this year also. T. Uh, with all that said, this has been a great time here. Talking about the holiday season in the middle of February. Uh, hop oh. back into the Mystery Machine. Our next Scooby-Doo podcast will be Scooby-Doo Mask of the Blue Falcon. So until next time, everyone, obrigado for listening. Thanks for watching and listening. Ah!